yeah. And I would like to go again about the cognition about uh, in Xenobots. Can you tell us sure. about how they are in uh, these cells are to which level they are intelligent, and do you think they have like feel uh, uh, like emotion? In the material we we try to design something like design uh, feel the emotion as well. So I don't know what yeah. the characteristic do you think uh, you still have to discover, or maybe something still you need to understand about Xenobots. Yeah, and th this this idea of you know how intelligent the cells themselves are. That this I've learned a lot recently about this from my colleague Michael Levin, who is a who is a world expert on on this exact topic is that even in organisms or tissues or cells where you don't have any nervous tissue you don't have neurons or synapses there mm -hmm. is still a lot of intelligence there uh mike refers to this as basal basal cognition so you know uh nervous nervous systems are you know one of the most recent innovations of mother nature is only a you know she's been creating you know adaptive agents for for billions of years before she ever discovered brains and of yeah. course brains are basically just they just are making more efficient some process some process of cellular communication that leads to what we call intelligent behavior but brains did not create intelligence. They simply channel it or accelerate it. Um, mm -hmm. And so there's lots of examples of intelligent behavior in non-neural organisms. Now, how exactly cells communicate with one another in the xenobots or in, you know, in organisms in general, that is an unsolved problem. And Mike's group at, at Tufts is dedicated to trying to crack that bioelectric code. What is it exactly that cells are saying to one another to yeah. maintain useful form and function? And in the case of xenobots, what are they saying to one another when they undergo mm -hmm. this, this major reorganization and still are able to produce useful function? We're hoping actually that the xenobots might serve as a new scientific instrument. They might We might be able to image or observe xenobots uh, in ways that are difficult or impossible to do with animals because mm -hmm. if you observe them over too invasively obviously you kill the animal so could xenobots actually be evolved to advertise their internal function can they show us or can we evolve them to show us how the cells of which they're comprised talk to one another i think that's a particularly exciting next step for mm. us that's very interesting, yeah. And I'm maybe a stupid question. I don't know if the cell may be oh, responsive. No such thing as a stupid question. <laughs> maybe stimulus to uh, external external uh, stimulus. I don't know because they already self-propelled. Do you think you aspire to control them in a different shapes and and have you ever think they can be responsive to external stimulus? I don't know if you have scans like that. Yeah. So, um, so, so, uh, two questions there. So, are they, are they, or could they be responsive to stimulus, and could we control that process? Mm -hmm. So, um, they are already responsive to their environment. Um, yeah. If you go back and look at some of the videos from the the initial um, Xenobot publication. We have some examples in there of uh, a, a swarm of xenobots that were placed in a petri dish, in which we also placed uh, a whole bunch of pellets that are smaller than the xenobots, and they seem to push those uh, pellets into piles, 
Um, we've seen an instance of one Xenobot that actually circles around an individual pellet and continues to push it. It almost looks like a little small Xenobot sheepdog that's that's herding sheep. Um, and we, we did some investigations to show that it's very unlikely that that's just random behavior. It is more likely that the Xenobot is sensing and responding to that pellet or to other Xenobots in the dish. How it's responding, again, we don't know, but it's clearly not blind. It's, it's clearly seeing and sensing the world around it and modifying its behavior based on what it senses. And if that is true, and it looks like it is true, then it starts to suggest ways that you could modify and ultimately control that sensory motor coordination. We haven't we haven't got there yet, but that's that's where we're headed.